Hello everyone. It is, yes, me, Wood, sitting across from, yes, him, Keith. You're sick, so what you saying? Let's do it. Yeah, I can't believe we've jumped into year six. Jordan. That's crazy. Jordan over here. You Pippin? You BJ Armstrong. Who are you? <laughs> I, I would be Pippin if you're going to be you're gonna Jordan. Be, you're going to turn around yeah. Pippin? I didn't know if we skipped some steps. And yeah, you, no. You're all the way down to, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Stacey yeah, King. Horace Grant. Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, let's pop these e- emails off right quick. All Jay right. says, Snaggles is the best. When that South Park train actor, Diego, was exposed <laughs> as a non-reader <laughs> and that Keith reads better than him, I laughed so hard I had to rewind the podcast because I missed so much. <laughs> I could just see Diego getting the news from his agent, his mom, while he played American <laughs> while he played American number three on some Japanese detergent commercial and forgetting his mark and needing a moment to, to compose himself in his trailer disguised as his rental car. <laughs> Diggle, don't worry. Nobody can fake eat and talk in the background as well as you. Damn, Jay. Yeah. Um, Is that just the letter J or J-A-Y? J-A-Y. Oh, okay. Jam Master J, I guess. Uh, you know, it, it is an art form because I, I remember being in junior high school. I was in some plays mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be in the background and you're supposed yeah. to be acting like you're talking and you always feel so stupid, mm-hmm. right? And I would actually talk and I said, Keith, we can hear you. I was like, well, I'm on stage. I want people to hear me. But the important people are talking. Oh, you just fucked up my self-esteem. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now I know me and my grandmother told me I'm beautiful yeah. again because yeah. of you, teacher. Mrs. No, it wasn't Mrs. Koch. Damn, Mrs. Uh, Garrett. That was her name. Mm. That was a that was a music mm. teacher. And you know, Mrs. Garrett tried to teach me the piano, the drums, and um the piano, the drums, and the recorder all in like one school year. Wow. I suck at all of them. I, she I, was I, trying to find something that would interest you, obviously. At the same time, no. I do like 15 minutes piano, 15 minutes recorder, and 10 minutes uh, drums. Wow. That, yeah, you're not going to learn I, I, my yeah, stuff. I'm not right? going to learn shit. <laughs> all right. Snaggles. Boy, oh boy. What an, what an episode. Nope. Was that episode <laughs> classic? <laughs> For the five-year anniversary, Snaggles brought the heat. Although he had... Although, had he said, fuck the socks one more time, I was crawling through the podcast stream and knocking his seat straight. <laughs> Breeder Mac, Wood is right. I haven't bred a damn thing, but I'll take the name. What the fuck is a dad bod on a non-breeder? Mm. I think it's, it's a dad, dad bod. bod. I think yeah. it's a dad mm-hmm. bod. Mm-hmm. As for the socks, got me scratching my melon. Didn't know shit was that, didn't do shit at the deadline. Still driving a struggling bus to find some wins, yet somehow... They are only a few games out of the wild card. I have faith. Sauce will make the playoffs and disrupt that magical Yankees team we're watching this year. Mm. Yeah, there's something else. And don't sleep on them Padres either. They're legit. 
Dodgers look yeah. good, too. Yeah. Um, y'all fellas, keep it up. I'm hoping for five, 10, 15 more years. Love, <laughs> breeder, non-breeder, Mac. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I don't know about five, 10, 15 more years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I do, how long does a liver normally go? <laughs> Depends <laughs> on what you do to it. <laughs> yeah. I and I'd like to say, Jamathan, love you. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the emails. That is, and that brings us to our snaggles. Um, this week, uh, I am drinking. Um, I think I did this last week, but uh, I bought two sampler packs. Okay. So that w- there are eight different varieties of Shades Brewing. Uh, this one is currently. I just finished the passion fruit sour. And now I'm drinking a pina colada American style sour ale. How is it? It, They're delicious. They're absolutely delicious. I bought eight different varieties just to try them all because uh, Shades Brewing makes a fantastic uh, ale. And uh, they have a Mexican uh, one that I was uh, drinking last night. It's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Good stuff. What's the name of the Mexican one? I don't remember. Had so, uh, lime and salt in it. Something Crevesa? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them Crevesas. Like cheap shit, right? <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, you put Crevesa on it, you know, and now all of a sudden you're fucking exotic. Yeah. yeah. No, you're fancy. I, I don't drink. Uh, I drink imported. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you, that's made in fucking uh, <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> this is probably swill. Hey. Um, Snaggles left a bunch of um, Snaggles here, not mm-hmm. his teeth, um, actual alcohol. I'm partaking in his Kettle One that he left, so mm-hmm. appreciate that, Snaggles, and there's many more to drink. This dude came in um, like a liquor store, so yeah, he did. love having him in here, and it lasts us maybe two, three weeks. Yeah, it does. Uh, he does a good job uh, when, he, when he does show up, and we appreciate that. Snaggles is always brought to you by, first and foremost, Tiger Claw Tattoo. They're over there in Mill Creek, Utah. They, um, I think it's in two more weeks. Two, maybe three. They have got a new artist that's coming. I believe he's from the West Coast, but he's coming and going to work now inside of Tiger Claw 2 alongside the other great artists. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess if you want something early and not waiting out a couple of months, hit him up early. He needs a clientele, doesn't yeah, he? he? Does. So he's taking anything. Do you he know what his forte is, what he's good at? Uh, everything. Oh. Uh, yeah, go check his stuff. Go over to Tiger Claw to link it over. Jason, I believe it is. Um, but he he's great. Uh, check it out. He's looking for clients, so hop on that early. Well, with a name like Jason, he's got to be good. Yeah, he better be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, next up, we have MVP Jersey Framing. That's MVPJerseyFraming.com. Go over there. Uh, let them know you have something you need put in a frame, uh, boxed up in wood, and, uh, you know, uh, a doghouse is just a big frame of something. Let me tell you, I had to lift that doghouse lid the other day because one of my dogs drug something in there that I had to get out, and I, I can't be crawling on my knees or getting this <laughs> thing. So I had to lift it. You literally have to use your fucking legs like a, like an Olympic power lift. To lift so it should leg. have one of those little uh, stickers on the side, the, the two guys bending at the knee to yes, lift. Yes, yeah. and a fucking jack off to the side of it, man. <laughs> God damn, it's heavy. Seriously, it's uh, fucking I, heavy. I, I will believe you. Holy shit. So check out MVPJerseyFraming.com. And last uh, up, we have Kick Rocks Clothing. That He's over there on Instagram. Instagram.com backslash Kick Rocks Clothing. That's K-I-K-R-O-X. Uh, he's doing some good things over there. Um, In Orlando. His store yeah. is doing good. His items yeah. are uh, yeah. moving yeah. very he's, well. He's uh, starting to push some stuff. So hit up Kick Rocks over there, guys. Uh, let them know we sent you. Show them some West Ma- Coast. If you're out here, West Coast love. Otherwise, yeah. Name the Martian, too. I want him to name the Martian. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I believe it is. It's the Space Cadet is what I understand. That's not a name. That's, that's, you're a human. Oh, yeah. But your name's Wood. That's true. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Kick Rocks, if you're listening, name him. All right. Here we go. He probably may. <clears throat> that's that's the sponsors. That is. Yeah. Right. This is this is. Uh, we're about to embark. Yeah. We're, we're going to try something a little bit different. All right. We had an icon die, and I think mm-hmm. sometimes we dance over that. You yeah. know, we're like, oh, this person died, and we give him five minutes. Yeah. Bill Russell died. He did. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna how do, how do you phrase this? Dig in. How, yeah. I, I, dive in. Dive in. Yeah. Delve. Delve. Delve uh-huh. in. <clears throat> sure. Not divulge. Divulge is giving yeah, up information. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about um, goats. Okay. If if, if uh, as the kids say these days, the goat. In terms of winning. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think the closest crazy. one to him is is it Tom? Does Tom got seven? Yeah, I think he just Tom's grabbed his seven. seventh. Right. Yeah. So outside of um, mm-hmm. him, it's Tom. Yeah. Did I say that right? I don't fucking and know. Then, Anyhow. Yeah, but but as the kids say, you know, the goat, the greatest of all time, in his in his right. So yeah. I, I think the greatest winner of all time. You know, You'd have be- to. Say, you, I believe yes, absolutely, because he he was in the league for what fourteen years. Yeah. And he's yeah. got eleven championships in fourteen years. That's pretty good. I, I don't. Like I don't see anyone else that's even come close to that. Like, like per capita, I don't even know if that's per, per capita. right yeah. used. You know what I mean? But like for per, the the number of years he played for the for the Celtics, for, yeah, for the Celtics, the number of years he played versus the number of wins, championships, that's pretty damn good. All right. Hey. So let, let me finish explaining or attempting to explain to the people because I know sometimes yeah. I don't come off um, clearly. We're just going to, every once in a while, take a deep dive into something and, and spend mm-hmm. a little bit more time on it. So I want to talk about William Felton Russell, right? Mm-hmm. Born February 12, 1934. Mm-hmm. Died July 31st, 2022, which is a Sunday is when he mm-hmm. passed. But we had snaggles, so yeah. we missed it. Yeah. We missed it. and uh, Well, we missed it as far as uh, having a discussion about right. it. Right. And the same thing happened, I think, when Kobe died. We, we yep. missed that initially. Yeah, and then, uh, we had to go back. And, and, and that's something we should spend some time on. But I would just, I mean, Bill Russell, from Louisiana, right? And mm-hmm. he was raised in San Francisco, went to high yep. school in San Francisco. Yep. Went to college in San Francisco, which he is a, a true homer, is what you call it. Because back in the day, the powerhouses were like, what, Kentucky? I think North Carolina was coming up. Kansas? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, this is before UCLA. This is no. It's probably even before North Carolina. It's before Duke. Yeah. Oh, definitely before Duke. Powerhouses uh-huh. like Marquette. You know, they were weird schools back then. Marquette right. or, or I, I, I don't even know when you're going to college in I don't know 1953. Who, yeah, who the, the, the powerhouses were? I, I don't know. Um, but I would I would argue. Um, um, correct me if I'm wrong to quote, I know somebody quote out there. you if you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, bitch. quote me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Um, he, he, this was predominantly, uh, a predominantly white era of basketball. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. now he's coming up in San Francisco, uh-huh. which, um, uh, later on, and maybe we'll get there. Maybe his upbringing in San Francisco has a lot to do with what he, how he talked about the current climate of today. Hey, let me tell you something real quick about San Francisco. I know we said we were going to stay linear, but I yeah. just, I, and I'm sure I said this on a podcast before, but do you know why there were so many gay people in San Francisco? And this is not a joke. This is for real. I know it sounds like, you know, I, I, a I know black guy and a white guy walking to a bar. <laughs> but when, back in the day, when you were gay, they didn't want you in the military, right? right. So the, the Pearl Harbor and the beach out there, mm-hmm. uh, the beach, the, the base was in Hawaii. <laughs> they would literally 
once they found out you were gay, you know, they walked in yeah. on you, you know, <clears throat> sucking somebody's dick or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right? They they would ostracize you and put you, you know, you'd get um dishonorably j- discharged. Discharged, yeah. And then when they had enough people or when they were making a round back, they would just take you and drop you off in San Francisco. They mm-hmm. wouldn't take you back to Iowa if you're from yeah. Iowa. They, they weren't take taking you, back you home. To, no. They'd drop you off in San Francisco and say good luck. And a lot of these people would just make their home in San Francisco. So that's why yeah. San Francisco was a haven for gay people early yeah. And the progression of, you know, America's look on gay people. people. Yes. Uh-huh. So exactly. anyhow, for him to go to San Francisco, what the fuck, right? Why would, yeah. why would you go there when you had these other, you know, the powerhouse? You had Rupp, who was probably a racist. Probably I'm probably answering my own question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think maybe Ohio was big, you know, back then. But he went to San Francisco and bam, got a two championships. And I don't yep. know if San Francisco's got, a, got a, a decent sniff of the NCAA since then. I think, mm-hmm. I think in like 2016 or 15, they made it to the... The round of 34, maybe even the Sweet 16, but Russell's the one that put him on the map. Exactly. And um, so it, it, they were back-to-back years, right? Yeah. He, he wins. I believe he takes so. Him, and, I mean, that's, that in and of itself is incredible. How many, how many um, athletes now have, even stay long enough to win two? Shaq didn't even do it. No. And, and Shaq's a life-changing player. So yeah. Bill was so good, he went to San Francisco. That's like, I don't know. That, that's like me going back to, I don't know, seventh grade and winning two championships, right? I just show yeah. up on scene. Like you are right, right now. now. Right and now. Right now. Seventh graders. He, yeah. he was that good. Well, he went to San Francisco where they had, you know, eight guys named Bob and mm-hmm. a guy named Jim and a janitor on the team. And he went there and he won. Now, yeah. people can say, oh, well, Russell played in the air where, you know, the guys were car salesmen for most of the year and another guy was postman. That's what he came up in. You can't yeah. fault the guy for being no. born when he was born. Nope. Uh-uh. That's when he dominated. No, it, it, it's it's a lot akin to um, comparing the different eras of basketball. Well, if the three-point shot didn't exist then. It does now. Well, it's okay. So, it, so what? Right. So they score that many points because they can add an additional point to every shot. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't make them any less great mm-hmm. just because that's – but that's how they were brought up. That's what he was – Trained and how he was taught to play. Absolutely, seven foot four wingspan. By the way, really six foot ten, seven foot four wingspan. Six ten, two fifteen. You're pushing two fifteen, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my whole five foot ten frame. Just, just a small dude. Scrawny, small dude. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, could read the court. I mean, yeah. a hell of an athlete. This foot is showing up now because you know we always and we're guilty yeah. of that too. Yeah. Venerating people once they're gone, but this footage of him jumping from the free throw line—he doesn't dunk it, but he lays it up. Yeah, yeah. I, they I, say that he was limited in his scoring, um, but he scored averaged 15 points a game. Take uh, that. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Okay. Dwight Howard would take that right now. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely sure. Play. Plenty of guys that right. would, but but his defense was incredible because of how long those arms were. I, I just want to do this. I want to go okay. NBA championship. So we he got two back to back in San Francisco. Okay, yeah. then he goes to the Olympics. He wins there. Yes. Okay. Yep. Nineteen. No. Uh, no. Fifty six. Yeah, somewhere in the fifties. Yeah. So I, I think right. so. Yeah. And I'm gonna assume he won in high school. I didn't see anything on that, but I'm just gonna assume if this freak is showing up. Yeah. He, he beat up on the six foot center they had for the local high school on the other team. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to the NBA. 57, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, not 67, 68, and 69. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, well, there weren't that many teams, or, you know, there wasn't this. It doesn't matter. I I like to think, like, 
I think the team's are watered down now because I'm a kid of the '80s with the basketball. Yeah, and I can remember. Okay, so if you play in Milwaukee, you had to go up against Terry Cummings and Jack Sigma. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck, dealt with them. Go to Portland. I got to deal with Clyde Drexler mm-hmm. and and Kevin Duckworth. Oh, mm-hmm. Fuck, Cliff Robinson. Terry Porter. Yeah. Oh, shit, got through that. Let's not talk about Detroit and the fucking football game they bring to the stadium every night. <laughs> I, all right? Yeah. Every team, Atlanta, Dominique Wilkins, every team had fucking Indiana, had yeah. Reggie, had Chuck Persons. You know, mm-hmm. you, it's Rick Smith. You have everywhere you went. So it was more condensed. So I, your argument saying there was only, you know, 10 teams or 15 teams or yeah. 20 teams or whatever. That means the talent is condensed. Yeah. All right? Yeah, that's, that's how I see it. Yeah. Wasn't also... If I'm not mistaken, wasn't he also coaching? In 69, he coached. Red Auerbach left and he coached. I th- he might have coached in 68 and 69, but I know he coached in 69 his last yeah. game. He was the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And wins. And like, wins as a player. Hey. <laughs> uh, here's, here's what's going to happen, guys. I'm going to play. <laughs> no, here's what's going to happen. You're going to give me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make the decisions. Practice is over. <laughs> go home, right? Uh, but you know, just a hell of – I mean, and then he had to go up against that Goliath, Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Now, there, I'm not saying um, Bill's not an athlete. I already said he yeah. was, but he was not the athlete of Wilt Chamberlain. No. Who some say was the strongest person in the league for years, man. Don't, don't yeah. let a skinny person fool you. All no. Right? Uh, I, I know skinny motherfuckers are the strongest shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so yeah. he's dealing with this dude who, who – outweighs him is taller than him by three four inches and he would dominate him because yeah. he was a smart basketball mm-hmm. player dennis rodman said he learned how to rebound by watching bill russell film yeah yeah understanding where the ball went yep and well, maybe it was moses that said that one of those great rebounders said that <laughs> rodman said it would watch it spin um and they they would watch it spin and knowing uh the the without saying the word, knowing the physics of how that ball was spinning, going to hit wherever it was about to hit, uh-huh. knew how it was going to bounce off. Yeah. Whether it was the rim, the backboard, whatever. And they become incredible rebounders because they understand that simple dynamic. Wow, man. that, that that's, that's physics and math right there. Yeah. Watching it. Now, let's not discount the fact that he went to the Boston Celtics in the 50s. Now, yeah. uh, g- give me a second here, Wood. Now, okay. Boston, <laughs> wow. It, I know what it was like in the 70s, mm-hmm. right? Because I went through busing. Yeah. And when we got on that bus to go to the white neighborhoods, and I'm sure the white people saying the same thing somewhere, when we got on that bus to go to the black neighborhoods, uh-huh. you were preparing for war. <laughs> okay? Physical and psychological <laughs> war all day long. The parents didn't want you there. The students mm-hmm. didn't want you there. The teachers didn't want you there. Same thing for the white kids going. Mm-hmm. Somebody had the idea we're going to integrate the city because the city was so separated. Yeah. Okay. So all the blacks stayed here and they went to the black stores. All the Puerto Ricans stayed here. Puerto Ricans, blah, yeah. blah, Jews, Italians, Irish. Everybody had it. No, we want to mix the city up. We want to mix mm. it up. So yeah, there was, that's a politician. <laughs> let, let, let's, take some, let's take some water and throw it on an electrical fire and see what happens. <laughs> all right. So that was the city in the 70s. Now, here he is in the 50s. Mm. They used to call Boston the North. East Mississippi. That's mm. how racist. And I don't know why. Because it's so crazy to pe- me. People say, you know, you know, the Northeast is so progressive. Don't go to the South. It was a hot spot, man. I'm, I'm telling and, you. And uh, to go back to one of our conversations we had a year ago, when when we were in Boston, I said kind of the same thing. Like the history books for what there are out there, the South was racist. The yeah. South was where all the slaves were. The mm-hmm. South was where all the warring and all of that versus the North. Okay. Well, Boston's in the North. Yes. Boston's not in the South. Nope. However, you dig into Boston's history. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Terrifying. Yeah. Like what? It, it's just like this. It was removed from the South and placed in the, in the Northeast there. And 
There you go. Yeah. So it it blows my mind that Crazy. that that society, that culture, that existed then. Yeah. Even even uh, in, in any degree that it was that bad. It just I, I have a hard time understanding that. Bill bought a, bought a, bought a house right in yeah. a neighborhood. I, I assume it's a white neighborhood, and they broke into his house and didn't steal anything. They ransacked it and shit in his bed. Mm. Hmm. How fucking hateful do you have to be to shit in somebody's fucking bed? Well, you'd get $15 million if you did that today. <laughs> she stole it from those <laughs> racists up in Boston, didn't she? Yeah. I, I'm telling you, man. J- just, just that. Yeah. And he was so bitter because even the fans, if he had a bad game, mm-hmm. even the fans would start turning yep. and saying that shit to him at home. Yeah. At home. And he stayed here his whole career. It's not like now with all they're mean to me. Yeah, I'm going to uh, go somewhere else. I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to bounce around 18 different right, teams. Right. And um, Bill, Bill stayed there and took it. But at the end, he said, you know what? These fans, they only love me when I win. So when they retired his number, you know what he did? I think he invited Havlicek and Red Auerbach and a few others. No fans in the fucking arena. So the picture of yep. Bill Russell getting his number retired... Is him standing in an empty, yeah. empty arena? Uh-huh. Yep, by himself. I think with a plaid suit on. <laughs> Looked like a fucking optical illusion, but that was the time. <laughs> but what, what, what always, what always was weird to me. I remember. I don't. I think he was married three times. Yeah, Bill Russell three times. Yeah, and with all that race, and this says something about who he is as well for me, because we get caught up in, you know, I if I was. If from the age of eight, every day a Chinese man walked in my house and slapped me in the face, mm-hmm. I'd probably, I'd probably have an aversion to Chinese people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, yeah. this motherfucker. You know, because what I'm that's what you know. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh-huh. but for him to go through all that in the eighties, I know for a fact he's married to a white woman. Now I don't mm-hmm. know if that's punishment sex, is what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how he's getting down. You know what I mean? You know, calling her like McFarley and Sullivan and O'Malley and the Shaughnessy and all that shit as he's nailing her. I, I don't know what went through his head, but I just say that takes a lot. It does. You know? It does. It, uh, it um, unless it's something for, like you said, but uh, otherwise. I said it's, punishment sex. You didn't want to say that? Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Punishment <laughs> sex. It's either that or it says something to his character uh-huh. that he's able to uh, uh, look deeper into a person sure. than a, a group as a whole. Right. And and that says something about who he is. Um, that there was um, he was interviewed and he and he gave a quote. Now I, I can't quote it exactly right because it's it's more like it's a page in his book okay. in his memoirs or something like that. And they were asking about like the LGBTQ uh, community and how he felt with that being um, coming up in Boston and all that. And uh, basically, he was saying that people will tell you that it's you know. We can't allow this to happen because what will it affect? How will it affect our kids? We can't let gays be around our kids because it might affect our kids. Okay. And his response was, "Well, those people are our kids." Ooh, see, intellect. Yeah, intellect. And for, for me, I'm glad you said that because the next point I was going to make is we had Bolo here. Yeah. And you sat here, and Bolo sat here, and I sat here, and Bolo talked about Bill Russell's statue not being down by the Boston Garden. Right. But he was an intellect. Yeah. Right? And that right there sums it up. So maybe that's why they put him down there. Maybe yes. he okay. I, I, I don't fucking know, and I don't want to get into that whole statue <laughs> thing again. But, you know, yeah. maybe that's yeah. why. He was and, bigger and, than basketball. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, you know, with his marriages, maybe with uh, those kind of statements, uh, I, I want to say that he probably knew and understood his impact and how... It could be how he could be impactful and uh, where he would make the most 
difference. Absolutely. Um, and maybe that's what it was. We don't we don't know. I don't know that he ever really spoke much on it. Well, um, in the sixties, him along with Kareem. Of course, Muhammad Ali, Jim mm-hmm. Brown, they went and had that, that summit, you know, and several others, but yeah. those are the, the biggest names. They put their careers on the line. Yeah. I mean, Ali did it numerous times, and yeah. Bill would do it as well, to put yourself out there for the better good of, of humanity, mm-hmm. you know, which is something people don't do now. Give me my money, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm going to the club and all that type of shit that people do now that are just so insular. These people, along with Bill Russell, put themselves out there yeah. to, to, yes. to make society better. And that's yeah. a hell of a risk. Especially back in the 60s, because you could be blacklisted. Yeah. Fuck, J. Edgar Hoover was so alive. That motherfucker to get you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had a long memory. Yeah. Um, so uh, he uh, also, so there was, there's this quote here that's uh, kind of along the same, um, like his mentality, because we know, you know, they break into his house in Boston, they do it, they graffiti, they uh, shit in his bed, mm-hmm. they damage his trophies. Um, so he's interviewed. And by um, during the uh, the press interviewed him in 1966. Okay. And the, and the question, the quote goes as this: As the first Negro head coach in a major league sport, can you do the job impartially without any racial prejudice in reverse? Okay. He replied, "Yes." When the reporter asked how, he responded, "Because the most important factor is respect, and in basketball, I respect a man for his ability. Period. That's it. Yeah. Show me what you got. Yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. So." An incredible human being um, that I don't think, and, and maybe by his own choosing, I don't. He wasn't a ton in the spotlight. No, um, but he was a he was a good man. He was a good mentor for up and coming players. Yes. I know he sat with uh, Kevin Garnett mm-hmm. and had a lot of respect for him, and it was incredible that interview. If you haven't ever watched it, I don't know if you have. I've, I've seen uh, that. It, that's incredible um, watching that interview. I heard this, and this was on PTI the day after he passed away. And you know, I, I love PTI as a sports mm-hmm. show. I love Michael Wilbon. I love Tony Kornheiser. I love their banter mm-hmm. and their, their, their um, um, connection yeah. that they have. Yeah. Chemistry, that's the word I was looking for. But I was a little disappointed in them because that Monday, PTI came on and Bill Russell was his second story, which kind of so, blew me away. So he was a 90-second discussion? No, they went two, two minutes plus. Okay. But he wasn't the top story, and I thought he'd be the top story. Matter of fact, I thought they'd take that first whole segment before the I break and do it. I would have so. And they did not. So I was mm-hmm. a little disappointed with that. But I got this quote from uh, PTI. Tony Kornheiser says... Isaiah Thomas said, after he threw the pass in and, and uh, Bird stole the ball, mm-hmm. Larry Bird stole the ball. It, all, all Isaiah had to do was inbound the ball. Remember yep. the, the, the mystery of the leprechaun is going to come and he's going <laughs> to yeah. fuck with you. you know? and, well, the leprechaun got Isaiah. How the fuck he didn't see Larry Bird standing right there is beyond me. Kind of like, why didn't Carmelo yeah. <laughs> see Jordan come around the other fucking side? Right. Hold the ball, Yeah, Carl. that's all you have to do. Hold the fucking <laughs> ball. He's yeah. out here somewhere. Yeah. You could put both hands over the ball, and he can't get to it. This motherfucker is out here. <laughs> Make a foul. You bring it to your chest. Hold it higher than him. He's yeah. coming. All right? Uh-huh. So how Isaiah didn't see Bird, I don't know. But Isaiah turns it over. Bird hits a cutting Dennis Johnson. Yeah. Game over, right? Yep. yep. So Isaiah's home, and he's sulking. And he's not taking phone calls from nobody. He's not taking it from his teammates, his coaches, his family, nobody. And they say um, his wife comes in. It's like, um, Isaiah, the phone for you. It's like, I told you I'm not taking no call. Well, Isaiah probably said, fucking bitch, I told you I'm not taking no calls. <laughs> he a little surly, okay? Yeah. What the fuck you doing yeah. in here anyhow? Yeah. I'm watching yeah. hoes on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make myself feel better. No, she's like, no, you want to take this call? He said, I told you I'm not taking no calls. You know how the story's yeah, going, right? Yeah, yeah. Isaiah, you come to the phone, please. Mm-hmm. Comes to the phone is Bill Russell. And Bill Russell takes 
two hours and, and builds Isaiah back up and just talks to him. Mm. This is coming from Kornheiser, but he said yeah. Isaiah told him this firsthand. And I'm just like, damn. And, and Bill Russell's a lifelong Celtic. Yeah. And to take that time to build up somebody else, your hated rival. Yeah, yeah. It says something, man. Yeah. yeah it says it, something. It's, um, <clears throat> and I think now... I think we we don't give a lot of uh, credit to a lot of athletes like that because I think there's more of them out there. But I think the biggest difference is how big an impact uh, Bill Russell had on the game and how big an impact he had after he was out of the game. Um, and to take the time like that, I mean, his his name is known everywhere in in basketball circles. I think sports. Yeah, I'll I say can, sports. I, everybody knows who he is, but to take his time out for people like that, I mean, that's the side that I don't think we got to see much. It's not reported a whole lot. What it is reported is when that individual person that he reached out to, mm-hmm. or if there's a recording of said conversations, I think that's when we see it. And so if you start to piece it all together, you see that how good of a human being he was yeah. and how big a mentor the league lost speaking of the nba league lost when mm-hmm. he died um because i know on the backside of that there's the other stories supposedly now it's it's the racist nba or the racist america back in the 50s and 60s that he wouldn't sign autographs for white people white kids he, that he wouldn't reach out to the white community he didn't sign an autograph for rome and rome's black as me fyi yeah well i'm what i'm saying is that these are the the stories that are put out there back then about him but i just don't think we ever got the real story of it and then he's old enough that it's like you know what you know me or you don't yeah i don't care about all this other bullshit go see my statue well that (laughs) (laughs) and buy a book right (laughs) What they said was either he liked you and you got that charming smile. This is Jackie McMullen yeah. talking now. You got that charming smile and great laugh, or he didn't like you and he didn't give you the time of day. Yeah. Okay? And I, I'm going to say this. Babe Ruth, mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell. I'm talking impacts on sports. I'm yeah. talking I'm talking um, name recognition. Yeah. I, I'm talking... Um, Quality of human. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I could move Babe Ruth a little bit off that. <laughs> but I mean, for a guy to go out there on, down, on, bit, on steaks, hot dogs, and whores and <laughs> yeah. do what he did, I, I'm going to leave him up there. We're a fun loving guy, right? Yeah. And he's a fucking orphan. That yeah. ball must have looked, he must have thought that ball was his real family, right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Send it again. you out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. But I'm saying just impact. I mean, that's up there. So Elvis. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. Beatles. Yep. Mike. Yep. Prince, you know, all, all that type of shit. There's those ones where you could just say, and I think now, it, it, it won't fuck you and I. Bo didn't play long enough, but there's, there's names now, you oh, know, yeah. that you, you always want to do Mount Rushmore. Well, there's also, um, you know, the Four Horsemen or, yeah. or, or, or uh, you know, Monumental, uh, not Monumental, um, Natural Wonders, you know. Right, you, yeah. You got your Dion, you got your Bo Jackson, mm-hmm. you got, you know, guys like that. But I'm talking just impact yeah like because you throw a name out there and people what do they say yeah. ruthonian numbers you know yeah. and, and you know mike slides in there right yeah. but if you yeah. slide mike you got to bring larry and magic yeah you do. i'm talking standalone bill man 11 mm-hmm. again chamberlain better athlete yeah not a good winner nope better athlete didn't have the men- mental acumen as russell yeah russell always said i'm just i'm just i'm a smarter ball player <laughs> God damn, man! Could, uh, could you imagine you say any that in front of everybody? Can you imagine in today's day and age to watch any one athlete take over a team and then a game and do it eleven out of fourteen years? No, 
there is nobody. And, and I think another part of it, though, too, is so like athletes now push themselves. I think they try and push themselves beyond their abilities a lot of the time, so they end up getting injured. I think work too hard, so they shorter life. Sh- work too hard. Start. Bill was out there in Chuck Taylors. What the hell are you talking about? These guys are out there. <laughs> what a, the- yeah, but 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 he was a scrawny dude that went out and he played. Uh-huh. Now it's like if you're not grinding to work on your basketball body from the age of 10, 11 years old, then okay. you're not going to get anywhere. So like the physical specimen of mm-hmm. what these athletes are now, mm-hmm. their body wouldn't do it. Okay. Where he wasn't built like that, so he was built to just go out and play. Okay. And so I think that's a hindrance. As good as athletes as we have now, because they can do some shit that's incredible, mm-hmm. but I don't think their bodies held, uh, will hold up to it the same way that they would okay. before. And and some will say that's the AAUification of, yes. of it, because you know, you're doing I, the same thing over and over. Uh-huh. Where, uh, to, you can't say Bill Russell without saying Will Chamberlain. So I'm going to go back True. to Will Chamberlain again. Volleyball. Yep. Beach volleyball. Uh-huh. A track athlete, high jump, uh, long jump, all yeah, that shit. Yeah, did all sorts of things to, to develop, yeah. There was a time when you used to play the season. Yeah. So I, I, I just, you know, fuck, 88, what a beautiful life, man. And he, mm-hmm. Seattle, I guess mm-hmm. that's where he was most comfortable at. Um, again, it's I think it's Apropro. Did I, how'd I do? Is that, that was good. good. Apropro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number six passed away yep. on the start of our sixth season. Can you believe that shit? I and so, guys, we're going to do this. What I don't know, would often, when yeah. applicable or whatever, yeah. we're just gonna do a deep dive, man. And you know, it may not be too much humor in there, but um, PTI didn't lead with him, so we wanted to lead with him for our first, <laughs> yeah, six one is yeah. what it is, you yeah. know, six six one, six so, year six first episode, wow. yes, yep. And um, so just to just to go off what he said, we're going, should anything like this happen again? I'm sure there's people out there that uh, are impactful to us and to you guys. Let us know. We're going to deep dive. Uh, we got some changes coming up for year six. We change it up a little bit every year because yeah, we do. that's what we do uh, here on So What You're Saying. So this year is going to be a little bit different going throughout. We'll still have those mask off guests that are going to be great. So uh, you'll always want to tune into those. Um Oh, 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 almost. Keith, is that what you're saying? Oh, you about ready to shut it off? I'm about ready. You about ready? Damn, you're supposed to be Bob Cousy to my Bill Russell. <laughs> you're just going to leave me out there. Yeah, yeah. no, it doesn't mean it ends. It just means it ends this part of it, and then we'll keep going. That's what I'm saying. And guys, don't forget we have our sponsors out there. I guarantee you this year is going to be something new, something special, and something you'll want to tell all your friends and family to listen to because we're coming at you from different angles this time. We're not just going to keep plowing down the middle at you this time. We're going to hit you from all different sides. It's still in there. Um, So... Keep sending in those emails because uh, we want to hear from you. We want to read those. We want to have a good time. And with that, Keith, i got to tell you, on this season six beginning, episode number one, it has been nothing short of a pleasure. I think he was an all-star every year he played, too. Just think, I don't even know if Kareem did that, but Kareem played like 21, 22 years. And no, he, he got to tell off. No, he did not. Every, yeah, we out. We <laughs> out.